Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome, this is Gemma, and I'm so happy to be here with you today. It is wicked early today, um, but I was determined to get a podcast out for everybody. And today we are going to be going deep with frequency. Frequency is this awesome word. I love it. And it's like a radio station. It's like um, the, the, um, the frequency is like the station of emotion that you embody in any given moment. So um, one minute you might be on the frequency of anger. And the next minute you might be on a frequency of joy. And the next minute you might be on a frequency of jealousy. But I will say this, that there is a frequency that you have made your comfort zone, and that is where you do a lot of your functioning. And then you'll vary a little bit up maybe and a little bit down from there. Now, when we take personal ownership of this frequency rather than act as a default, you know, for some people their default might be victim. And they, if you, they listen to themselves, they'll hear that they're playing victim in almost every situation. They find a way to be the victim. Um, or maybe you have another person who is in gratitude. And it doesn't matter what happened, whether it's their car getting smashed or their family member sick. They're just in gratitude. And you can hear the gratitude just pouring out of them all the time. And then there might be someone in anger, you know, like you find that everything makes them angry. They're always upset. <laughs> so you can see very clearly what the frequency is the person is existing at. Now, for us to change our frequency is a massive feat. There's this great movie called Happy Accidents, and Melissa Torme is in it, and um, I want to say Vince Vaughn, but I might be wrong with that name. I think it's him. And it is just this amazing film where he's trying to change the future that he knows is going to happen. But it takes this amazing feat of shifting frequency to make that happen. Um, and it's right dead on. It takes a lot to change frequency. It takes a massive awareness and consciousness. It takes a really big intention. It is choice at the highest level to change frequency, but we are all fully capable of it. And people, a lot of times will do it. Oh, excuse me. I'm going to get some water here. I'm releasing. Lots of releasing today, but people do it unconsciously often where they'll just make these little tiny transitions, but unconscious won't hold the fort. Unconscious won't make those great leaps. And I mean, it might take years and years and years to come out of victimhood with an unconscious style of shifting. But when people are conscious and they, they take hold of those reins, they can make massive shifts in a very short period of time. So this is, this is what I do when I do my one-to-ones. I assist people in really taking ownership 
of their frequency and the frequency they truly want to be at. Because a lot of times we know we don't want to be at the frequency we're at because we're running into a situation after situation, often repetitive, that is letting us know that this is not working. It doesn't, it's not working. So, and we're not happy with it. The repeat situation could be losing money. It could be arguments with people and we don't understand why. It could be, um, it could be um, just finding that we're in the same relationship over and over <laughs> that we're not enjoying. It could be all of those things. So, let me drink my water. Mm. I'm telling you, it's so early. All the night crickets are still like chirping away. It is, it is nighttime. It is crazy at nighttime. So, oh boy. Now, you can tell what frequency you're at because you can just stop right now and ask yourself, how do you feel? And get an answer. Um, so, do are you feeling grateful? Are you feeling resentful? Like, what is going on? Are you blaming someone for something? You know, what is going on? How do you feel? All right. Mm. Okay. So, this is very exciting. Very, very exciting. Um... Now, we got the frequency part down, and frequency is very different. You can't access love frequency when you're on an angry channel. It would be like trying to get heavy metal on a country channel. It's never, ever, 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 ever going to happen. You have to get yourself over to the heavy metal channel if you want to listen to heavy metal. It just, that's what you have to do. So how do we get ourselves over to these other channels? Well, I'm going to tell you, it's probably way easier than you could even dream. So it's a simple, simple thing. Now, I recommend, and I've said this before, and if you scroll down through the different episodes, you will see the chart that I like to use. It's been used on a cover of, um, it looks kind of rainbowy, and it looks kind of like um a big cone or something, uh, a big column of different like emotions. And like I said, it's been on multiple different episodes. I can't think of the numbers of them right now, but go look for it. And if you're interested in this, check out those episodes too and see if there's anything uh, more in those episodes that might help you. Whoa, whoa, something's coming in right now. Okay, so... Using that chart, on that chart, you can find where you're at and it, there's no judgment here. You know, if you're at a low frequency, you don't need to be like, oh, that's bad. It's not bad. It just is. It doesn't matter the frequency you're at. So now, once you've figured out the frequency you're at, go a couple steps up from that frequency. I mean, I get that you might be in shame and you want to be in love, but it's just not going to happen like leap. It's, you're not going to leap to it. You're going to climb up in increments. But that's what makes it easy, is that you can climb up in increments. So find one uh, frequency that's a couple up from the one you're at and focus in on that. And then what you're going to say is, can I find a reason to feel, and what is the emotion that's a couple up from yours? Now, I know for a fact that anger is a few up from sadness. So if I was in sadness, 
Oh, Mr. Matt. Whoa. I got so much of my own releasing going on. Hmm. When we expel out of our body, there is releasing, expelling. So throwing up, going to the bathroom, crying, um, actually bleeding, yawning, uh, all of these things, screaming. It's an expel, exhaling. Exhaling is releasing, releasing toxins. But other things ride these these exhalations of, of stuff. There's... There's not there's toxins running out, but there's other things too, emotional toxins, you know, um, so mental toxins. These things can also go out on these waves of things that we expel. It's like just talking about it is getting me going. Okay, so let's go back. Why is it important to choose our frequency? Because that frequency that you have, to, and just FYI, you're always choosing your frequency, even if you're doing frequencies you don't like, you are choosing those. So this is why people practice meditation and mindfulness is so that they can have the power to stop going a direction they don't want to go and to pivot back to where they want to go. That is what people do uh, when they have harnessed their own personal power. Being conscious is a big part of that, and mindfulness and meditation promote consciousness. So now, what else happens? So when you have chosen the frequency you're at, which you do every time, you always have chosen it, unconscious or conscious, you have set the parameters for your entire reality is based on that frequency. And this is why people often have repeat events. Because those events are scripted to run at whatever frequency you're at. So if you're at the frequency of anger, then the scripts around you run at the frequency of anger. Go figure. Those scripts run at that frequency. So the script of hanging out with your best friend, the script of going to work, the script of driving your car, the script of making dinner, the script of of money, your money script, all of it runs at that. Oh my goodness, we have a cute little poochie here. We have a cute little poochie to Lucy. He's all tucked in the blankets. Yeah, and see, even um, how you see like the people in your life and the animals and your, and your environment is relative to this frequency. So if I have the frequency of anger, then I am seeing the world through lenses of anger. And again, like if I was in a frequency of love, then I see the world through eyes of love. These eyes are merely like the rose-colored glasses, and they match the frequency you're at. You're hearing all of your senses, all of them, match the frequency you're at. That's how they do the script. You are writing the script. You have to take ownership of this. The script is yours. One of the things I love is that I love assisting people in releasing these blockages. And what I found was of all of the alternative healing modalities that I've come across from Reiki to iridology, you know, all of them, 
I finally found one that I absolutely loved and it resonated with me. Now, that's specific. So whatever frequency, you know, I'm at, this also matched in that way. But additionally, what I found then when I got far enough out of the box to take a look at everything I do, this new, this modality, which is not that old, maybe 25 years old, it was a perfect match for what I am and who I am and what I do. And it releases blockages of emotion and, and physical, it's physical, but it's also the same physical places in our body that causes pain are the areas where there is resistance to um, something flowing, all right? So that's what a pain is. It's resistance to alignment. And when we're in alignment, everything flows beautifully. And that's why we feel so empowered because everything is highly charged and high functioning when we're in alignment with God's source energy. So we love that state of being. But when we have patterns or beliefs that are not conducive or in congruency with our alignment with God's source energy, then they cause pain because we are holding them and they're not flowing. They're not in a healthy state. They're not exhaling. They're not, you know, yawned out. They're, they're, they're jammed up in some area of our body and this causes pain. Back pain, stomach pain, um, cramping in a certain area of our body. And these are always talking to us. So how cool is that? That our body is giving us information through feeling, through resistance, through pain. So I love that because then I can take ownership of that and do something about it. So super cool. Oh my goodness. So, uh, yes. Okay. Let's see. Um, so I guess what I was saying was that the modality that I chose to use, it also does what I do, but at a physical level. So I do things at emotional levels, I do things at a mental level, and I do things at physical levels, and everything is in alignment. Now, another beautiful thing is that as you release the old belief systems and allow new ones to come in, um, an old one might be, God, I'm so unlucky with money, but if you keep saying that, you're writing the script. It's almost as if the script then becomes the future. Um, tell, you know, the future tell, not just a past experience. We begin to write it for the future. So I always want to say that I'm so lucky in money. I'm so lucky in love. I'm so lucky in relationships. I'm so lucky in the work I do. I always do work I love. This is the thing, you know, we want to promote. We want to push forward. Now, if I'm saying I'm so lucky in relationships, but then that saying, that comment brings up all these failed moments in my life rather than the successes, then I have some cleanup to do because at a deeper level, I still believe that I'm a failure or that it's not true. And I, I'm negating that affirmation with the reality that I truly hold on to, the belief I hold on to. So I want to go clean that up. So how would I clean up this belief that I have failed, that I have this, okay, how would I clean up the belief that I have failed relationships? 
wasn't sure which end to use there, <laughs> which is triggered by the fact that I say I'm lucky in relationships. And deep down, I don't believe that's true because I'm, I have this, this history of things not working. This is all per example, right? So now how would I change that? So what I would do is I would go back and I would take, you know, I would actually get a notebook out. If this was something I had held on to this long, you better believe I get a notebook out because I want to clean house. And I'm going to do that much more effectively, much faster with a notebook than doing it mentally. Ego has been driving that cart and ego will continue to protect its load. So you want to get the ego out of the way. How do we do that? Get a notebook and pen. All right. The ego can't read. So now I got my notebook and pen and now I'm going to write down. I might even do it in little sections. You know, I might write down all the names of all the relationships I feel failed, whether it's lovers, uh, family members, or friends, or whatever. You know, maybe it's your carpenter. Maybe, you know, it's the guy who fixes your computer. So all of the failed relationships, I make a list of all these names. And now next to each one, what I want to do, this is really cool. See if you can get this. I, you may... You may, if you feel the urge, write down what you think failed, all right? So you might need some space here. So for each one, write down how it failed, you know? Now, once you get all that written down, now go back and write what you truly appreciate about that person. Write down what you appreciate. Now, and that is what you take away. That is what I want you to focus on from now on because that is the success of that relationship. And if you want to, moving forward, be lucky in relationships, you want to look at what is highly functioning and where is your appreciation and where is your gratitude. I want that to be your go-to. The next time you think of your mom, I want the go-to to be the appreciation for what she did for you, the appreciation for the love that she was capable of of exhibiting, you know, the messages that she was capable of sharing that had benefit to you. That's where I want you to focus. Let's take a peek at money. I am lucky in money. Ooh, I love that. Did it bring up any baggage for you? If it did, I want you to write down all the examples in your life where you've been unlucky with money. Maybe it was the sale of a house or buying a house. Maybe it was investing. Maybe it's paying your bills. Maybe it's your career. How have you been unlucky in money? So now, once you get all those down, this could be a little trickier with money. I want you to write down what you learned. I want you to write down something you can appreciate. You know, recently I had the opportunity to invest some money. And I thought, well, it's an investment. So that means I could lose it. Now, if that is true that I could lose it, am I okay losing this money? And if I'm okay losing this money, then what possibility is the message or the, the lesson in this for me? And honestly, right off the bat, I realized that um, I have a couple I have a couple messages in there. One is that the money that I have is a match for the frequency of who I am. All right, so if I lose the money, then um, then it wasn't a match for the frequency of who I am at that time. Now, I am conscious and practicing and aware of my frequency all the time, and I am I have 
no tolerance, zero tolerance for stepping out of alignment with God. It doesn't mean it doesn't happen all the time, but I want to recognize that I'm out of alignment and I want to take the ownership and put that back. All right, so this is a definitely a longer channel than normal. All right, so how do I get back? So I recognize, I, I take ownership and I step back into unconditional love and gratitude. I take responsibility for every single negative in my life. I take personal responsibility for that. That is the biggest thing you could ever do is to take personal responsibility. So I upfront had to take personal responsibility if I'm to invest any money that I am willing to lose it and I would be okay with that. And I said, absolutely yes. So absolutely yes, I would not take it as a negative. I would not disparage myself. I would not be resentful. I would be okay with it because I know and trust that God's will is always happening. This God source energy is always inspiring me. And if my inspiration was to invest money and then I lost the money, it was part of the path of least resistance. That is what I own all the time. Path of least resistance. So this frequency thing is a huge deal. And I'm going way over my normal time. And you know what let me know that? What let me know that was my computer went into screen mode. And I don't want it to do that. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that is craziness. So anyway, this is a huge going deep with frequency. You can change it. I want to come full circle. I know we're going way over. But full circle is get the emo emotional frequency chart and find where you are on it and look a couple above and ask yourself, uh, what can I, like, what, ex what thought can I have? Like, how can I feel this way right now? Is there a reason that I can feel angry if that's higher? Is there a reason I can feel joyful? Is there a reason I can feel content? Is there a reason I can feel love? What is, don't be trying to leap way. It's impossible. Just go a couple up, but you could go a couple up and anchor in it for an hour or two, and then you could go a couple more. You can walk yourself up this emotional frequency chart, and as you do, you're going to have that remembering of who you are. You're going to remember and feel the familiarity of it and remember when you were there before, and you have to hold those thoughts until you've shifted enough in your reality to amp it up to that frequency. As you amp up your frequency, you're going to want to do new things. You're going to have inspired action, inspired action to clean out a closet, clean out a refrigerator, inspired action to uh, close an account, uh, to shut down auto, you know, auto ship on things, just, you know, things you don't need, you know, that money will come back into you. You'll figure it out. And I'm always here for people. If you need anything, always always oh my goodness i love you so much i want you to have a fantastic day bye now Mwah. thank you for joining us on that happiness show if you'd like more information or have questions you can reach me at gemmafaset.com or 401-699-6142 private sessions are available as well as retreats it is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again thank you for listening this is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.